Not me spending a whole day with straight people not even realizing. They are scary because they blend in these days. Everyone's cuffing their <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Everyone's wearing shirts about plants. No, I'm literally. like, how am I supposed to decide? Everyone has a hand tattoo. I'm like, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. <laughs>
There you go. Who knew? Who knew all the trails we would blaze? I don't even like hiking. <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. either. I'm not an outdoorsy person. I literally hate the outdoors. Me too. One time someone asked to take me on a date and like they were like really cute. We were having like a cute little moment and they were mm-hmm. like, I love hiking. I never texted them ever again. <laughs> I was like, this is just not going to could never work out. I'm deathly allergic to fire ants. It's like my one like lethal. Um, Your Achilles. It's, yeah, it's my Achilles. Like yeah. I will die. Um, and so. <laughs> How'd you I find know. that out? Um, the hard way, girl. <laughs> <laughs> got bit and i was like "Hmm, my throat's closing (laughs) this is fun and it's like a random allergy to have and i'm like this is god's way of showing me that she did not want me to be outside there you go and i'm like say less i don't need to ask any more questions i was like i'm not gonna fight you on that because i i was forcing myself to be outside personally because i thought that's what young people do yeah i don't know i don't really think i'm gonna age now universe doesn't want me to so i I shall not conditioning me too. A and natural AC breeze unit. just doesn't hit the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like my dad is such a outdoorsy person. Mm. And my dad loves, he every year he goes, you know what we should do for like any event that's not Father's Day? Mm. You know what we should do? Ride bikes. Oh no. No. Even worse. We should go on a hike. <gasps> no. And so he, sometimes on like Mother's Day, he'll literally like group text my siblings and I and he'll be like, Let's take your mom on a hike. I'm like, she doesn't like that. That's not you a gift. Like that's that. a punishment. <laughs> Do you love her? <laughs> and I'm all, you like that. Yeah. And he's like, your mom would love a hike. I'm like, she would go on the hike. She wouldn't love it. Yeah. She I would think just love be there. is a strong word. Love is a strong word. I don't that's think. That's why you don't say it on the first date. There. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, yeah. see, Apparently speaking of, that's honestly a perfect segue into our topic for today. So our what topic our for topic? today is we're talking about roles in the relationship. Roles with quotes, obviously. Because I'm a cis straight woman. That's true. But you are a non-binary lesbian. That's true. Who's also in a committed relationship. That's true. So we have roles whatever roles. they may be yeah um according to the like heteronormative standard the science yeah <laughs> the science that that dictates only two genders right apparently they both need have specific roles but we right. don't adhere to those can you tell me about those i can't honestly as a cis straight person i can't right. I, I i believe it's woman cook Woman Man cook. money. Ooh. That's I think sum- I might have heard that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. I don't really know what's going on over there. <laughs> I just I just you. assume everyone is is gay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I met Or um, at least hoping. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, that's weird. What are you what are you, hetero or something? <laughs> I was on this music video set and like, in my opinion, everyone's wearing neon. So I'm like, okay, oh, hey, everyone here is gay, obviously. <laughs> So I'm like over here being like fruity, like limp wristed, walking around set, and then everyone's like, everyone was straight. I didn't know how disrespectful. And so I was saying like I was just going out to people, being like, "Ugh, the gay agenda." Am I right? And nobody said anything. And I'm like, nobody am I? can kiki with you. Nobody. And everyone was just like, "Oh my god, you're so silly." And I'm like, "I'm not being silly. I'm trying to find allies. <laughs> I'm, trying to find, I'm trying to find." And friends. clearly, none are present. Yeah, because none of you are chiming. I don't in. trust anyone anymore. So I feel that. Yeah, and then I was like, not me spending a whole day with straight people, not even realizing <laughs> they are scary because they blend in these days. Everyone's cuffing their. Jeans. <laughs> Everyone's wearing shirts about plants. No, I'm literally. like, how am I supposed to decide? Everyone has a hand tattoo. I'm like, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. Okay, so basically, I think, I mean, according to the men, the straights, okay. Okay. the scariest <clears throat> of them all, if we're being real. Right. Women have very specific roles in relationships. Oh, really? And obviously, you're a non binary lesbian. Right. In a relationship with a woman. Right. Do you feel like there's a role? 
Well, personally, without a gender, like, I don't have any roles. So she actually has all of them. So. She assumes them all. Yeah. By default. I call her, like, my husband, <laughs> followed with the pronoun she. There you go. And, like, and I feel like that really encompasses, like, our relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We, personally, I don't think there's a single role there. I wouldn't. And you know what? How freeing is that? Right. That is so, release yourself yeah. from the heteronormativity. Sometimes she cook. Sometimes I cook. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes she clean. Sometimes I clean. <laughs> Like, I don't really know what we're supposed to do. It's just kind of... I do laundry yesterday. She do laundry today. (laughs) (laughs) It feels pretty equality. Yeah, it it is equal. Equal. Equality. Yeah, equality. Coincidence? I I don't think not. I don't think so. Equality. I think for, for me, too, like, sometimes my boyfriend who's, like, aesthetically, like, very masculine he is mask yeah as i would say in my my community that's a mask (laughs) he's mask he's mask yeah and i think sometimes um the whites Mm. they will ask me things like about his long hair right Mm. and like in my culture not mask no that's not mask that's girl that's girl that's girl (laughs) so like sometimes they'll ask like about the long hair my brother has long hair Mm. my dad had long hair at one point r.i.p he's bald now it happens to everybody that's what gives me the permission to talk about bald people i have alopecia so i can say anything you about bald people about bald people there you go i'm balding (laughs) (laughs) okay so like for my boyfriend like in my culture it's very normal for men to have really long hair like very Mm. long thick luscious hair and it is gorgeous and it's like my thing if i'm being honest right every man i've ever like liked because i don't want to say crush because men have repulsed me since the day i could formulate thoughts aggressive yeah it's more so tolerated right from afar i they always have long hair so it Mm. tracks that i'm with someone with long hair yeah i have a thing for long hair too right Mm, but he does have an undercut okay which i would assume transcends so lesbian Well, there you go. Yeah, there that's it is. Girl. Yeah, that's girl. girl. The undercut's also girl. <laughs> yeah, but like, is lesbian girl? Sometimes. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. it's up for interpretation. Yeah, obviously. it is. What's but I think anyway? sometimes they'll ask because according to the roles in the relationship, like femininity is right. solely with the female identifying person in right. the world of heteronormativity. Right. But I don't think hair has a gender. Hair Maybe doesn't that's have a gender. Me. That's why, like, when I was like, okay, I'm not girl anymore. I'm mm-hmm. not boy either. When no. I was like, I'm non-binary, mm-hmm. I was like, it doesn't even matter if I have long hair anymore. Because it doesn't, like, I used to be insecure about presenting femme. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, oh, then people are going to think I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, men have, look at Hozier. Yeah. Look at Harry Styles. Yeah. Look at these, look at your mans. Yeah. They have long hair and no one's like, that's girl. Yeah. So I was like, who am I? That's true. To, you know, because I won. I have alopecia, mm. so I'm not going to look good bald because it's going to be patchy, okay? So when everyone was going bald during the pandemic, consider yourself privileged because I couldn't do that, okay? And I don't have the head shape for it. I'm yeah. shaped like a freaking peanut head from, That's me know. too. Mine's yeah. just a big garbanzo vein. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd look like a like a Q-tip when you rub it really hard <laughs> and it's all Q-tip. frayed. That's literally what I would look like, yeah. bald. But I have a theory that if I went bald, I would never sweat again. And really? sometimes it's, I'm it's, tempted mm, to try. Mm, you mean wigs? Yeah, that's what wigs. I'm saying. Cause Go like, bald. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of wigs because then I could be a different person every time you saw me. And like, I love I a good rebrand. I, a rebrand? We support a rebrand. I, I rebrand every week. We were just talking about how cringe we were when we were oh, younger. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you were a big fan of rebrands. I was, I've been rebranding before people knew what rebranding was. When I was 14, <laughs> I was like, 
okay, I'm going to be like super slutty and like crazy. So like that was my brand, but like I wasn't actually slutty. I just mm-hmm. wanted to wear high-waisted shorts. So like I <laughs> wanted to present. But like in in that year, that was really that was really progressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wanted like, to cosplay. Yeah, it was exactly cuz mm-hmm. I was on Tumblr at that time and like all the girlies who I was in Hawaii. So like mm-hmm. in Hawaii like people were on Tumblr like that, right? Yeah. That was like a Cali thing. Yeah. So I was like I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> I I know what's going on out I'm there. I'm not like these other girls. Yeah, and like the I was pick me. I was a big pick I was, me when I was younger. I was the most pick me of all pick me's because <laughs> I I was so convinced that I was different that I had to keep rebranding to be even more different. <laughs> and then like I that had, sounds exhausting. It was, and then I had a, an era where I was like, okay, I'm gonna start reading now. Mm. And then I read like one John Green book, and then I was like, mm, <laughs> it's time for me to open up that chapter. I found it. I became an enigma. Yeah. I was elusive. I didn't talk. I was almost like on a silent retreat for like a whole school year because I thought people, if they knew less about me, they'd be more curious. They'd like they talk to me. I just ignore them. I'd be like, I don't. They were I like, I speak. think something's wrong with her. She, yeah, and I want it to be weird. Yeah, and they didn't like, like to talk to me. Yeah, and like the irony was like I was a cheerleader, so like after school I'd go to practice and I'd go, I'd be like screaming. So it'd be like kind of that dichotomy was really weird to I'd people. Be like, is that the same person that was in class? Exactly. <laughs> and then you just keep rebranding, and then I wanted to talk again, and I was yeah. like, okay, now I'm not going to shut up, you know. <laughs> and now I don't shut up on the internet, so it's like I was a real cringe ball in high school. I used to be one of those people that would be like, like this, and I'll rate you on facebook you know one oh of my those. god not like my status i was one of those like my status and i'll tell you my first thought about you okay if you had if i liked your status right now like yeah and it was like 2013 like what would you say Ooh, 2013 yeah maybe 2012 let's like kick it back to the og days i would say something like i would literally say something so cringe like i'd be Give like i love that we're language arts besties oh my god shut <laughs> up Thanks for letting me borrow your pencil. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> you and I just get each other. Ew. We're such good, we're such besties. Yeah. I love language arts together. And then you'd say, I own this pick. And then I'd be like, Not Kina I own owns this, this pick. pick har- Ew. <laughs> I, I hate that that was a thing, but that me was too. it. Because people would be competing. They would. They'd be like, I own. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And then you'd have to change the caption to Hina owns this. Yeah, exactly. And what did that even mean? It was territory. (laughs) Because back in the day, like, we were still, like, back in the day, meaning, like, 10 years ago, like, we were still colonizing the internet. Mm-hmm. right and everyone wanted a piece of that colonization we it didn't matter like, who you were what race you were like yeah. you wanted to own something we're on the <laughs> internet you wanted that real estate and so just if, like the forefathers exactly of this country. exactly colonizing colonizing it's it's in our and blood that's what i'm saying and were like, you born and raised in hawaii no i was born in japan oh yeah i just moved to hawaii just like a little you know i'm taking a trip across the pacific to get myself over to california eventually yeah so i didn't yeah, know that. I, did, I went to high school there oh where'd you go to high school Kalaheo High School, Ooh. shout out, shout out Mustangs. <laughs> I, I went to I went to UH for college. Shut up. Yeah, lo- as long as we've known each other, we've never talked about. I know. Wait, what? What did we talk about? You went to UH, girl. Yeah. I was over in Kailua. Yeah, period. Yeah, I was her. gonna say you give you give me Kailua vibes. Ugh. All the local are girlies are going to love these jokes. <laughs> I made a joke on my podcast with my sister. I was telling them about like a terrible first date I had in college. And oh, give me the tea. Give me the Hawaii tea. Because like, oh, where do you yeah. take you? Where the, do you take you? Yeah, because I was a real like, I the I was a real local girl. So like, yeah. local boys. You look like you're from Hawaii. Yeah, I went on a date with this guy. I literally told this story on my podcast with my sister. But he asked me to like 
come get ice cream with him. Basically, he had been trying to like hang out with me all spring break. I hope he never watches this. <laughs> but we were watching. If you're sp- watching, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> all spring break, but you know, like because I was underage, I was just losing my mind. Right. I was going wild. What do you do out there when you can't drink? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You go That's and what you, I was you go. You're day drunk every single day every single during day, spring you go to break. Sandy's. There you go. Sandy's almost dying. The, the oh water. Oh my god, right girl. The amount of times get I'm humbled, come right back out. Oh my god! Do you remember um, in uh, Waimea, the yeah. rock? Oh yeah, girly. One time I was like, because at this point I was like, I can swim, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you know, you if you're like raised in Hawaii to some extent, like yeah. you can swim. That's all you can yeah. do, if anything. Yeah. So like, and then in Kailua, have you been to Kailua Beach? Yeah. You know, Flat Island. Yes. Girl, I used to swim that back and forth, back and forth. I was a swimmer. Look at you. I was like, I was literally Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm an athlete, whatever. So I go yeah. to Waimea, the swell. Mm-hmm. She was going through it that day, but I was like, it's okay. I can swim. Yeah. Girly it's been pop. proven. I <laughs> jumped into that water. I almost got sucked out to sea. <laughs> I was like, the way they tell you to just let yourself go be taken so and that like, you can come back. And, but when you're in the moment, you are fighting for your life. I'm like, there, <laughs> literally, is, there is no, literally. there's no way I'm just going to let, oh, sorry. There's no effing way I'm just going to let this go right now. No. I am going to fight for my life so i was fighting and then at one point there was like a rock in the water yep. and i just like i dug my toe into it i'm scraping that toe and i'm like oh my god i am fighting and then next thing you know i'm swept underneath a wave takes me and i'm tumbled onto shore and mind you all the hottie on and yeah. all of the all the little boys they're all on the shore scoping out who's jumping and who looks the hottest when jumping off that rock yeah and so coming I'm out thinking, the water I, that's yeah. the most important part. Who yeah. survives? Yeah. So I'm coming out of that water with like <laughs> literally my top is gone. Like I am like crusty. I'm out of breath. My hair is over on the other side of my body. Like yeah. kelp wrapped around my ankle pretty much. Humbled immediately. I was so humbled that day. I, n- I don't think I swam again. <laughs> and now? <laughs> and you now? Nature. Now? Nature. <laughs> nature. She. She be fine. I'm allergic with you. to her. <laughs> I know. I think that too with, uh, with Hawaii. Like. There are very specific places I know I can swim. Yeah. But I'm under no impression. I am no proud bitch. I say, I look at that water, I say, no, thank you. Yeah. And some of my, you know, my Howley friends, oh, they're like, course. it's just like any other beach, babe. It's I'm not. I'm like, go check it out then. It's not. Pele's Jump out in. there herself yeah. and Pele she will punish I, you. She's she's always watching. I will lay and fry like a yeah. fucking lobster on this beach exactly. before I go and test Mother Nature herself. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, first of all, there's some things there's a whole movie about a girl who can you know moana mm-hmm. you know her yeah she had powers that's why she was able to do what we do yeah i'm, I'm just a mere mortal <laughs> i have no power i am out there. but a mere mortal that's what i'm saying that's why i said that's the part that doesn't represent me in that movie is right. her affliction with water how right. much she loves the water i'm i'm at odds with the water i feel like we're cool i, feel I don't like want any her, beef yeah her and i are neutral yeah. like i see her she sees me yeah she did try to kill me once and i, I backed <laughs> off real quick i'm not i'm conflict avoidant my first time ever going to Waimea, i almost died too so i feel that her everyone I feel like does. that's that's tradition that's, a, that's tradition yeah that's nah, how you get passage. it's like like hazing yes in, in like frat culture you become a woman yeah. <laughs> you emerge a woman. you emerge a woman or a person <laughs> or a person whoever or you identify whatever. as whatever, whatever. You honestly whatever you i don't care this episode is brought to you by priceline when it comes to travel we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about whether it's the snow-capped mountains white sand beaches a best friend's wedding or even a hometown visit we all have one my happy place personally is my second home which is in hawaii and everybody knows because that's where i've been living and i live there and in california and i love hawaii and i love traveling there so wherever your happy place is 
Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to $625 when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, my, oh, this my terrible date. Yeah. So I go on this date and he wants me... He he's like, oh, let's walk to the Seven Eleven that's like right off my campus to go get ice cream. I'm like, cool, cute, whatever. Seven Eleven was the move, huh? Yeah. So we walk, and it's cute. Whatever we go, he's like, get anything you want. I'm like, oh gee, oh my god, no he's way. Yeah. So <laughs> also he's money. He has got oh, yeah. money. If he has a Seven Eleven money, <laughs> yeah. So he buys me an ice cream. He gets two ice creams, which okay. is normal. Right. He eats them like simultaneously. Oh, okay. Like. <laughs> red flag that's huge. immediately it means he's not sensitive no each one i'm like someone who can't bite things with my front teeth so when right. i eat cold stuff don't watch me because you're gonna hate how i do yeah, it but you do that yeah i do from the mm-hmm, side mm-hmm. like my it. grandfather so my mm. gra- my literal grandpa eats like that anyways <laughs> so he eats these two popsicles like carrots in 20 seconds each and i'm that's two red flags for right. me back to back yeah too. and that's this is something that stuck with me so severely i still see it so clearly after he finishes <laughs> After he finishes the ice cream, we're talking. We're like, it's first date shit. So you're like getting to know each other. Right. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, so how many siblings do you have? And he's like, oh, I have like, I have two brothers. And he takes the trash, throws it as hard as he can over the fence. Because we're walking under a freeway. Throws it hard as what happened to Malama the Aina? That's what I'm saying. That's there's no Malama here. But he throws it as hard as he can. He goes, ah. Anyways, yeah, so do you have any siblings? The way that he so casually littered and then was like, so, so what's anyway, your favorite color? <laughs> the way that he did that, that's the ick, the, the ick that I coursed through me. I would have had the ick, like, from the beginning, like, <laughs> oh, let's go to 7-Eleven to go get ice cream. And be like, that's what my friend said, but I yeah. was like, I think it's cute. But I yeah, you were like, whatever. Yeah. It could be a vibe, because with the right person, mm-hmm. have you ever been to 7-Eleven with your boyfriend? It's a joy. Yeah, it's, it's fun. A joy. It's a joy. Road trip. It. Road right? trip. Road yeah, trip. Slurpee. Yeah, Slurpee. Maybe yeah. take some pics. Mm-hmm. There you <laughs> go. Take some pics. <laughs> Maybe like get like a fancy water. Yeah, like a bodega type pic. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I literally immediately the way I immediately was like, this is this is not it. Never. Gonna How did work. you get out of there? Were you like we talked forever? I, I felt like I kept trying to leave and he was like, no, let's talk more. And I was like, and then yeah. he was like, when am I going to see you again? And then you were yeah, like, do you like, remember that? February 31st. Write it down. Write it down. That's when Ooh. you'll see me again. Mm-hmm. That part. Yes, ma'am. So I immediately I was like, ah. that's you so know what I mean, the way that he oh, my God, the, just the casual littering. I think it was the way that he threw it so hard, but it was paper. I think did he not <laughs> think you would notice? I don't know. It's the like subtle that, you nature, might as well just pick your nose in front the of you. The way he point. just turned around the torque on his yeah. torso, like the way <laughs> the he's torque. like, oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I do. I was. And then so, yeah, so I'm from here and I was yeah. like. That's the, crazy. And I literally said, I was like, there's a trash can, like, right here. And he was like, no, it's all right. I already took care of it. I saw. I would have pro- <laughs> I would have been so bitchy about it. I'd have been like, go pick it up. <laughs> he threw it over go a fence. It I'd be like, climb the fence. <laughs> Get over there. I was just like. Are you, I thought you were a man. <laughs> climb a man. Oh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> one of, that's literally one of their roles is to yeah. climb the fence when they litter. That's what I'm and saying. And that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, that is a role if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> 
That is a role. If I litter over the fence, you're gonna go get it. That's that's what your girlfriend does. Yeah, that's yeah her role. Yeah, she and climbs fences pretty much every day for me <laughs> to prove her love to, to prove you. yeah to prove her masculinity. There, yeah, <laughs> to assert dominance. We, yeah, to assert as dominance. the alpha. We have like this thing going on like back and forth because we're both like kind of like you yeah. know like we're both like. I don't fammy kind yeah, of yeah and so we both every time we're doing anything remotely mask yeah like it'd be like me like lifting a pile of laundry yeah and I'll be like am I mask right now <laughs> and she'll be like she'll well. be like um I don't know like cleaning a mirror but yeah. like maybe her bicep is out and she's, she's like am I mask right now and I'm like yeah <laughs> hanging a picture frame yeah and that's why we call each other husband because it's like that. it makes us both feel really mask and you know what at the end of the day we like to have fun. Yeah, and I'm like, masks can have fun too. We like, I mean, who we says are they mask can't? for mask at the end of the day. You know? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into these videos that I was tagged in. For those of you who don't know, we bring videos that I was tagged. We bring them here. We share all the giggles, laugh, do what it is we do, slay, slay, pretty much. Yeah, that's so, what I heard. <laughs> so the first video we have is uh, basically a guy making a skit where him and his wife act out traditional gender roles. And then they uh-huh. swap them, and it's supposed to look dumb. It's supposed to be funny. Because he's a man. Uh, not Cleaning. man cook. Man. Not man clean. <laughs> That's Then they so swap, silly. and it's supposed to look dumb um, that he's doing his wife's roles. And his main point is, at the end of the day, a woman is a woman, and I expect her to provide what a woman is meant to provide. I'm sorry, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is these nuts apparently that, yeah if you're asking me yeah and in you are my expert. expert opinion you are you, you have a phd <laughs> that's a yeah. pretty huge thing yeah that's great <laughs> <That's good. laughs> so for me i feel like this is just very typical it is typical it's predictable and i feel like also i want to see something really I, if they really wanted to make it funny i feel like it'd be like they would start already in the opposite roles and yeah. then switch roles because then your comments would look the opposite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where they'd be like, oh my God, you guys are so progressive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God, you're so not like the others. You're so not like the others. They're not like, they're, what do they call it? Like spicy straight? Oh my, oh uh, my God, I hate yeah. a spicy straight. <laughs> Those are the worst kinds of straights. You know who calls them that? Who? Straight people. Straight people. I don't it's think like, that's up to you. Yeah, it's like when people are like 10% like Asian, they're like, yeah. I'm spicy white. I'm like, no, you're not. Or or maybe you're just white girl. Yeah. Maybe it's just that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Look into it. Look into it. Google it. Yeah. Do, some <laughs> ancestry. do a 23 in me. Right. But I like some of the comments on this, like this is that's that was how relationships worked before World War Two. And mean, this is how it's going to be after World War Three. Well, I'm assuming they're saying like men will be doing what women are doing and blah 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 you know like the history about how women ended up in the kitchen i think i do but i don't know during like the agricultural revolution mm-hmm. and then like basically women were working like men like yeah. we were doing the same damn thing yeah and then all of a sudden these girlies were like okay well i'm pregnant mm-hmm. so i guess i'm working and i guess i'm gonna do other things too yeah and then eventually they were like okay well i guess i'll be home it was yeah. kind of like their own decision sort of to be like oh well i'm just gonna do this because this is like this makes sense yeah and then that became now women are inside and it's like and it's like women (laughs) chose to do that Um, for the better of the family of the family and then all of a sudden they're like that's what they intended that's what they're born to do and i always think when they're like that's what they wanted to happen or that's what they intended i'm always like who's they who's they 
who is this fictional person that you're talking about? Who's that they about? them in question? <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, and I always ask if that's the case, like, who are you getting this from? Who's this, who's your who's your like intel source? That's what I'm saying. Right. Source? Question source? Mark? Yeah. <laughs> Emily format, please. Yeah. <laughs> like what? I I, I think it's um, kind of ridiculous too because. If you think about just the very basic concept of, of like female roles in the house, right, which is like cooking and cleaning nine times out of ten, right, you don't eat. That's what I'm saying. What did you do before you met her? That's I, I'm, I'm t- what do you do when you never single? cleaned? You never cooked before. Or if cleaning, you did, I believe. Yeah, but cooking, cooking. How'd you eat? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And if and if she's also working, then like you know wouldn't it make sense to be like whoever's home and willing right so what like you get home from your job she gets home from her job but she has to work another job because you're treating your girlfriend like your mom because you said this fictional person said so and like if you got used to being cooked for and cleaned after yeah who 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 put that behavior into you your mother your mom your mommy (laughs) you'd be nothing without your mommy is that what you're saying so now you love women because you love your mom (laughs) And how so, much do you love your mom? And how much do you love your mom? Do you love her enough to say that she belongs in the kitchen? Try telling your mom that. That's why. And sometimes they're like, when they say reference older generations, they're right. like, well, my my, my grandma yeah, did whatever. that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you mean before it was legal for them to own their own car? That's what I'm saying. Interesting. It's If you think about it, women are have always been hunter-gatherers. Right. Because they, they gathered, babe. We, they resourced. All we do is gather. That's what I'm to saying. To this day, I gather every day. <laughs> I stay gather gathering. information, right? Gather anything, gather tea. vibes, vibe check. <laughs> yeah, the sleigh, the sleigh. I be, I gather sleigh like it's my full time job. <laughs> I do. And if you think about it, women are the ultimate manipulators in that sense because absolutely. they've convinced you that you're you're so masculine that you need to go out and work and earn money for them. You think that we didn't plan that out? <laughs> you think that girly pops out here weren't <laughs> thinking like, oh? I can get away with not working. <laughs> Are you slay? Serious? Slay. They said that. Like in the 1920s. In, they in said the 1920s, that. they were like, "How about?" And they got all the girly pops together yeah. in a little prohibition, like little bar, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, "Girlies, let's just I tell boys we're silly <laughs> and we can't do anything except for be cute, and they'll work. Yeah. Just watch. And then we just hang out and slay. Yeah. And by I, ourselves. I. I still have my 1920s behavior sometimes. Like, I'll be on, like, a set, and there's, like, a man's... I'll just ask him to do anything. I'll just pretend I'm dumb. I'm like, oh, how do I open my water bottle? And a man's like, oh, my God, I got it. And I'm like, you're so stupid. I just didn't (laughs) didn't want to do anything. Gathering. Gathered. They stay gathered. They stay... Yeah, because actually, all... I don't want to do labor. Like, point blank, period. Yeah. I don't believe in labor. I don't believe that anyone should ever do it. I right? don't adhere to it. I don't adhere. I don't even want to give birth. That's how much labor I don't want to have. I right? So that. I'm like, mm, no labor for me. Yeah. So <laughs> my purpose in life as a lesbian is to make anyone else do my labor. And who does my labor? Men. And that's called reparations. Exactly. I would and say. then they think that, like, and I get them to do it for free because I'm just like, I'm like, oh, you're so mask. <laughs> And then they, they eat that up and they're like, oh, I just helped a helpless, helpless little lesbian do this. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You just did that for free. And I was going to pay some somebody to do that anyway. But you just did it for free because you just yeah, couldn't wait way, to prove your masculinity. The way I'm like so incredibly feminine and I'm small so brain, especially when I have to do something like get my oil changed. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
like get my tires rotated right. whatever you call it whatever I, you call those things i tried going into like one of these situations like i knew what i was talking about because mm-hmm. i did i'm not dumb <laughs> but then like then the men tried to charge me money for it yeah if you just pretend you have no idea what's going on yeah they love that <laughs> i'm like gives them a little something it gives them a little something and then they can explain something boost. to me yeah and then i just I'm like, all right, what's the coupon code? You know, you know? <laughs> where's the Groupon? Where's the Groupon? You know what's so funny is sometimes because like the intersectional feminist inside me is so strong mm-hmm. and I can only keep her at bay for so long. Right. Oh, but I blow sometimes, up sometimes. Sometimes with, with car stuff, I like, I purposely don't go because mm. I don't know the answers. Mm. So I like want to figure, figure them out in- so no one can talk down to me. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. I'll call my dad a million times and right. ask him questions. I'm like, listen, that's why sometimes when I have to do car stuff, right. they'll ask me a bunch of questions and I'm like, for all I know, you could be making up words. Right. What language are you talking to me? Yeah. I speak like seven singlish. languages and mechanics isn't one of them. <laughs> There you I'll go. Say that. Facts yeah. is my second language. That's what I'm saying. So then sometimes they'll ask me like, "What do you know?" I'm like, uh, "What I know about this car is it's gray." Yeah, you could also say you could be like, mm, "What do I not know?" And then they'll just start talking, and then you could be like, "I already knew that." And you're like, then you just gaslight, gaslight, that, gaslight. That was a test. Yeah, that was a test to see what actually you know. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is like when men like talk down to me, I just like let them go for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I just like stare at them pretty, you know, just like this, and I'm like, "Do you think I'm stupid or something?" <laughs> Just like, and then just like let that sit. Yeah. And then they start apologizing because I don't say anything afterwards. I just yeah. give them that space to really feel uncomfortable. To sit in it. And then marinate. Yeah. And then if they keep going, I go. I said, "Do you think I'm stupid?" <laughs> and then they really sit there, really uncomfy. Yeah. But yeah, one time um, I was like doing this like music video, and I was like in the back, and there's like this guy who was also there, and I go, "Oh, like what do you do for a living?" And he thought it'd be quirky to say sleep. And which, like, I don't really care. I was just saying stuff because I thought that's what people do. You know, when you meet somebody. Yeah, when you meet somebody, you, like, want to have a conversation. Yeah. And then I didn't press. And I was like, okay. And I just turned my head. (laughs) And then he goes, oh, that's not where I thought this conversation was going to go. And I was like. Okay. What what exactly did you want from me? And then, yeah. And then he, but he ate that up. And he was like, you're so funny. And I'm like. I'm just oh, not interested. The and way I'm, that I hate, I hate that. that. When you're was, like mean and they're like, oh, like I you're was trying so to funny. be bitchy. Yeah. They're like, you're so funny. And then you go, I, I literally, I hate you. Yeah. And they're like, no, I like genuinely, I wouldn't care if you dropped dead. Right. And they're like, oh, she's Ugh, so I love funny. That. She's, she's hilarious. So, she's so, so goofy. She, oh my God. She's so funny. Right. The amount of men in high school that I was like, you irritate the absolute yeah. dog shit out of me. I can't stand you. Right. And, and then they'd like, be like, ugh. I love Quirky. that. <laughs> I love I love a girl She's that so speaks her mind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, them them indirectly beating the pick me out of me. Literally. I'm like, <laughs> not you picking me when I'm trying not to be picked. To picked. <laughs> For once. For once. <laughs> For once. Yeah. yeah. So some of the comments When you pick uh, me too close to the sun. <laughs> not this. Yeah, when you <laughs> And you actually get picked and you're like, yeah. oh, you're like, oh, this. this isn't what I wanted. Uh this one says support moms for homes if possible. Which is what you said. Like your Mm -hmm. mom is essentially who did all those things for you. But I've said this too. I've talked about this a lot in interviews and stuff, but in Samoan culture, it's really matriarchal. Yeah. So in in like traditional Samoan culture, men do all the cooking and cleaning. Ugh, women slay. women do the they have children and they take care of them and they they take care of the elderly. That's like our gender roles and within my culture. It sounds like equality. <laughs> it sounds like equal distribution of labor. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's very um 
like that's why I said like long hair and stuff. Like we have these things called e lava lavas, which like to the regular person would be like a skirt or like mm-hmm. a sarong. It's like um, Irish but men wear them all the time out of respect. Um, so they look like skirts and that's for girls. Ugh. But um, grow up. I know. But it's they a look garment. so they look so manly to me. Yeah, no, they probably look fire. That's like the manliest thing to me. I think like when men wear skirts and I'm not going to give them that that thing, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like you know, these, like, white boys on TikTok will, like, oh, wear a yeah. skirt. And they'll be like, I'm doing everything to dismantle Ally. all the patriarchy. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I'm like, you're literally wearing a skirt. It's not that profound. Like, yeah. I don't have a gender. Grow up. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, I'm like, program. Mm, you're yeah. doing nothing. Level up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, level up. I've been mm-hmm. wearing suits since I was 10. Like, yeah. come on. Do something different. <laughs> um, but I do feel, like, in a lot of, like, in a lot of non-white cultures, yeah. there's a lot more fluidity in, like, these roles. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, in cultures that weren't, like, colonized by yeah. um, <laughs> by the West, mm-hmm. I feel like you see in their society and, like, the way that those people grow up, like, yeah. that they still have these, like, cultural sentiments of, like, gender roles and things like that. Yeah, it's a lot more fluid and open. And a lot of times, especially in indigenous cultures, there's mm-hmm. a third gender, too. Right. So that's in my culture. That's in a lot of indigenous, like, native cultures. Mm-hmm. It's very prominent and very prevalent. So that's why when you have people like yourself who are non-binary and people are like, all these new things are coming up. Like girly pop. It's been been around for hundreds of years. Hundreds. Hundreds. You just were all the way over there not brushing your teeth. It's giving BC. I know. (laughs) This is before anyone's time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so this last comment says, that was how relationships worked before World War II. Oh, yeah, again. And this is how it's going to be after World War III. I think that... I watched this video. I actually got tagged in it, and it was a man oh, who classic. was. Um, so you know, sometimes they'll go live, right? Because they're they're really confident. One thing about a man like that is they know that people want to listen, right? They Ugh. are so entitled to everyone's yeah. listening ears. So he was inviting other men to come on, Not and inviting other men debate him on on gender gender roles, okay. right? So this one, this other guy comes on and I got tagged in the video because it got saved. But he was basically asking him, like, what is what's your role in the relationship? And he was just going, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean by role? And the way yeah. they don't even know what to say because their brain short circuits past that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, <laughs> like, if you ask anybody about any topic that they yeah. have, like, a really strong opinion about, you can tell who's read and, like, who actually has an opinion versus, yeah. like, who's just regurgitating information. Yeah. So you just ask, what do you mean by that? Yeah. What do you mean by over and over again? You're going to hit a wall eventually. <laughs> and, like, the distance between you and that wall tells me how much you actually know about what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. it's actually, it's giving cult-like behavior mm-hmm. if, like, you don't even know why you believe the things that you believe it's giving sheep it's giving you've never it's giving sheep Sheep. and you know these men hate to be caught sheep (laughs) honestly sheep are really cute but you know (laughs) well we won't even give we don't even give them that yeah the the way they don't even want to be called sheep so (laughs) yeah the way that they'll just he kept asking him giving beta yeah he was he the guy was saying there are no such thing as roles like sometimes i cook sometimes she cooks sometimes neither of us do right Sometimes she cleans, sometimes I clean. It's really he's losing just, his mind, huh? Yeah, he's like, it really just depends on like timing more than anything because right. we both work. Right. And then the way he's just sitting there, like stone face, like he has nothing to say. Yeah. If you say the most basic of logic to these people, they're right. like, wait, wait a second. Right. That is not what Jordan Peterson taught me. <laughs> not Jordan Peterson. <laughs> that is not what he. I didn't read In far the 12 enough. Twelve Rules for Life. <laughs> and I then can't. the way that like. 
after that he goes do you, he get he started getting frustrated because obviously like right. when you're a neanderthal right and you do no work as far as like growing yourself and right. evolving and becoming like i don't know a decent human being right um your first reaction is to anger right, right? to get because you get mad that you're stupid yeah and you're that's like, like oh, not i'm so on me. dumb that's not my problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so he got mad and was like are you even in a relationship and he's like yeah i've been with my wife now for over 20 years do you have a wife yeah and then he was like what about you and he didn't even say he didn't answer and obviously he doesn't have a girlfriend yeah and he goes well i mean well what does she do at home and he's like again what are you talking about like i don't understand the way that it's just such when you're so genuinely confused and they're like and he just hung up on him get out of here i can't simp simp behavior the whole thing with simp behavior i love i I'm a huge proponent of simp behavior. Mm-hmm. I think that it is what's making the earth go round right now <laughs> because every girly pop that's in a relationship with a man's and he's simping over her, mm-hmm. she's happy. She's thriving. crazy how that works. It's huh? crazy how that works. And Isn't he's it crazy happy when too. you're obsessed with women and then you like make them feel like that <laughs> yeah. and like how well you get treated. Yeah. And when you do that from a genuine place of like admiration and love for women. Yeah. Because one thing about a man's, <laughs> here's a thing about a man's, okay? And mm-hmm. I don't even know men's, <laughs> but I'll tell you a thing about a man's is that they will only seek validation and mm-hmm. respect and admiration from other men. There you go. And likewise, they'll only give respect, validation, and admiration for other men. Yep. That is giving something that I'm not even going to say because you guys can put two and two together. Yeah. I if mean, you, the only thing you like women for is like what they can give you physically mm-hmm. i don't think you and like you them don't, very much i don't think you like them very much not as people or as humans yeah. you like them more as objects and that's more of a that's a problem that i think you take serious enough. yeah that's giving a whole other thing yeah the way that like when they perpetuate this idea that simp behavior is like bad right i always think you're alone right it's so it's What's bad to be that? in love with your woman <laughs> It's, it's bad to like be loved and give love. Right. Ooh, I don't really know. Sounds like someone who's never had love. Obviously we're doing things wrong. Yeah. <laughs> by that logic. I yeah, should be and I and I always say, you know, what exactly would he have to be sad about? Because sometimes they're right. like, I feel sorry for him. because they'll assume I don't have a boyfriend or a man of any kind. And then <laughs> they'll there say they feel Yeah, that's him. There he is. Illy. So I was thinking as a lesbian, right? Mm-hmm. When I first stepped into the rainbow mm-hmm. and I started dating women, I was like, okay, one of us, boy, one of us, girl, we are here, mm-hmm. you know? Because I feel like for a lot of people, like, you have to unlearn. Yeah. Because, like, what you're taught is hetero, right? Yeah. And you're taught, man, do this, woman, do this. And I feel like when I entered a lesbian relationship, if I was dating, like, a femme girl, I was like, okay, obviously I'm masked now. Mm-hmm. And then I would pick up the pieces of what I thought a man would do in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not what I organically would do. Yeah. Right? And it's not saying I'd give her the woman gender roles because I would yeah. do both. But I'm yeah. like, this is exhausting. <laughs> and I feel like there's a lot of unlearning that we all need to do yeah. in order to, like, actually have a healthy relationship. Because, like, even in, like, a lesbian dynamic, like, where we're obviously both, like, equals. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people, especially if you've never been in a relationship like that, or like say in the past you previously dated only men and now you're dating women, yeah. like you're kind of used to a certain dynamic. Yeah. And it's actually crazy how pervasive these gender roles are in most relationships. Yeah, that's like, such a good point. You know, like, because even like as a lesbian, I'm thinking like, oh, this is what you have to do in the relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? And then it mm-hmm. took like many relationships for me to realize like, oh, I don't have to provide 
Yeah. I don't have to do that because we can both provide. Like, yeah. oh, we can both cook. We can mm-hmm. both do this. We could both do that. And like now, like the dynamic is completely you know, finally at equilibrium. Yeah. And like, I just asked, I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, what chores do you like? Yeah. She's like, I like doing the laundry and doing the dishes. I'm like, I hate those things. Do it. I'll perfect. do the rest. You know yeah. what I mean? Perfect. Yeah. We're so a match made in literally. Chaos. Yeah. I agree. I think even in heterosexual relationships too, there's a lot of like, like you said, imbalance because yeah. you're taught a certain way, especially raised within patriarchy. Right. So you're led to believe certain things. And then when you enter a relationship with another person, it's so different like right being being by yourself and thinking what you think relationships will be like right. and then actually being in a relationship yeah is it, much it's whiplash it yeah. truly is it's yeah it's a jump scare in, at some points but yeah. i feel like certain aspects of like heteronormativity is that like you don't talk about only the woman talks about her feelings the man never right. does like i was having this conversation with this incel the other day i didn't know he was an incel I was just having a conversation <laughs> with this man because he was dressed cool i was like he's not an incel he yeah. was mm. he was like like you said they're blending yeah they're, they're masking <laughs> the way that society the way that they're blending literally and, us. and then basically like this man's was like yeah well you know like everyone withholds something in relationship like the men withhold the emotional and the women with withhold the physical so you know it's an exchange so when she so basically when she gives up the physical then i have nothing to go for anymore and i was like well if it's an exchange then wouldn't you give up the emotional when she gives you the physical and he was like no and i was like no so by that logic how does that told me so that's what i'm saying (laughs) i was like that doesn't go with my evidence no that would make it equal and that's not how it's supposed to be and i was like so against your own logic like it's not an exchange then is it it's like you're bartering (laughs) it sounds like a robbery it sounds like robbery yeah i i think that's so even when they say like it's the physical and she won't give it up doesn't that sound like a problem if right doesn't want to partake in physical interaction with you right at what point do you go maybe it's hmm. me right maybe it is me maybe but i also i'm repulsive and that's why she doesn't want to do right but you know what's so nuts too in yeah. general like the psyche for anyone like yeah. men women non-binary folks anyone yeah, yeah. the psyche is a powerful thing because she can convince you any damn thing that's true. she's like you know, she's convinced me I'm perfect. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) nice. But like for a lot of people, like it's hard to be put against your psyche to like ask yourself to like be like, well, what's actually wrong with me? Because that's a really hurtful process for yourself. And we all want to love ourselves. Like, let's be honest. So like if you could just ignore that, you could love yourself forever. But like, (laughs) but then like what kind of sometimes you have to hate yourself. I'm sick of this love yourself mantra. (laughs) I'm like, let me hate for a second. Sometimes because I need to come back. Okay. Exactly, it's a cycle. Because then, when you hate yourself for a second, you're like, I hate this about me. Yeah. Then you can fix it, and then you go back to loving yourself. Yeah. And then you find something else. It's like and you go back up. I say that too. I'm like, self awareness, self confidence is important, but self awareness is essential. That's essential to That's exist essential. within a society where you're a contributing member of it. Right. You need to be self aware to some extent. Right. And there's some things that you can just let go. Yeah. Like Ab- absolutely, gender roles is one of them. Right. For yourself right is what i always say i i think too like with men especially like specifically with my boyfriend we talk about like when we have issues or we argue or we have any sort of conflict we always like talk to each other about it after like we're like okay this is like he tells me how he felt and then i tell him how he how i felt and then we kind of move on from there but like in the beginning he felt healthy communication is essential But I I think, too, in the beginning, he would think 
it, it, this is another thing like this is a gender thing with mm-hmm. heterosexual relationships where men will say things and they don't understand tonality or how mm. inflection and how that can mm. bear weight on what you say. Right. So it's like, you know, men always make fun of women for saying things like, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. Right. But that's true. But like, true. that's true. That's what I'm saying. I, it's true. Like, if right. you think, and I, and I explained it to, to him once, I was like, because he's never been rude to me, he's mm. never been mean to me. But the thing, sometimes he'll say things and I'm like, what was that supposed to mean? Right. And so I'll, t- I'll tell him it's like, I learned this from my sister, who's also a lesbian. Slay. Slay, right? She told, taught me about intention versus impact. Mm. So I've taught him that. Mm. The, the true gay agenda. That is which the gayest I am pushing, agenda I've ever heard. I am pushing We are so buying. Hard. If you want to buy into the gay agenda, purchase now at 555. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell him, like, when you say things, intent doesn't matter. Impact is what matters. Right. How it impacts so me. So true, bestie. Even though I know, and I told him, too, I'm like, I'll just tell you this. I know you're never trying to hurt me right? because sometimes they get upset because they're like, that's not even what I said. Right. I'm not, I never, I always lead with that too. Yeah. I'm like, I know you're not mean. I know that your intention wasn't to be hurtful, Yeah. but in the way I felt when you said that made me feel as though Yeah. it's all about wording. (laughs) It is. And then you, you talk them through it and then he understands now so well that he'll tell me, Mm. he'll be like, well, you didn't hurt. It's not that. It's like the way that it impacted me. I'm all not him. Not him using the terminology. Not, not him gaining too much information. He's too much intel. He's too far he behind enemy lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he grows stronger every day oh with God. the information. But that makes him a wonderful partner because right. then we're able to communicate when we have problems, issues, or anything. And then at the end of any altercation, fight, whatever we have, we always say sorry to each other. Mm. No matter who started it, right. whose fault it is. My partner and we I always say, Yeah, we always yeah. say sorry to each other. Because you both did something bad right that's, no like, matter what both, both people are hurt about something yeah so. and that's like that's what i'm saying that's a beautiful thing right to have in any relationship no matter what it is right communication is essential right and men try to say that like it's such a girl thing to right. talk about and it's like terrible dudes and also i feel like the way that so like i had an era where like i was having a really hard time finding lesbians and like basically everyone i did was bi mm. and i was like one of like their first like gay experiences mm. into which like they would be like i would do the bare minimum i would just be like how was your day mm-hmm. how are you feeling about that and they'd be like wow <laughs> you're a gent like <laughs> you're crazy and like i'd be like I don't understand like why this is a big deal or like you get them flowers and they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. The way that the bars in hell, the bars in hell, like lesbians have it. Like, you know, if we're dating from like the other side, Mm -hmm. it's like, we have it really amazing over there. No, truly. I I think we're just picking up the pieces (laughs) and they're never going back to that side. And then you think to yourself, I was just like a decent, I was a nice person and I was, I listened and they're like, this is the best relationship I've yeah, ever had. Sometimes nice guys do finish first. <laughs> I'll say that. And that's and that's sad. That yeah. is literally That is really sad. So so sad for women that they feel so unheard and right. so invalidated that the first relationship they have that's at one step outside of heteronormativity, right. they're finally being treated the way they deserve. Right. And then they get they and I've had it where it's like people are so uncomfortable with like that form of treatment mm-hmm. that it almost like levels down the romantic into something akin to friendship. This has <laughs> happened to me where it's like now it's bestie vibes because yeah. I treat you so well. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God. 
we're friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to court you. But um, <laughs> no, no, whatever. no. I want you to kiss me on the yeah, lips. Yeah, I was like, literally kiss me on the lips right this second. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting too. Like I've had this um, one girl that I dated. She like basically had a full-blown breakdown because like I asked her about like her boundaries and like because we got into like a mini tiff yeah and then because of something that I did I didn't know that it was hurtful to her and then I was basically like well do you want to communicate your boundaries to me so that way I can respect them and I can like know how to move forward in our relationship and she just started crying and she's like I thought you were gonna break up I was like literally girly pop no like what just tell me what's the matter yeah you know that's so sad I'm like that's so sad and that's why i think it's so important what's going on over there no truly that's why it's important though in a in like a broader spectrum to have creators like you because then people can see people like you and feel like okay that's what i want and that's like how i feel and Mm. then there are other people like me out Mm. there who exist and i don't have to like settle for all this right garbage garbage flaming hot garbage no truly garbage rat so (sighs) this next video uh, is a video of a lesbian woman <gasps> with text saying, talking shit about how trash heterosexual relationships are. Only want a sprinkle of heteronormative roles in my lesbian relationship. So basically, <laughs> she says they, they're trash heteronormative relationships. Uh-huh. But she only wants a little bit sprinkled on her gay relationships. What sprinkles? What I don't pieces? think she, I think. She doesn't specify? She doesn't specify. Um, someone's like, a sprinkle never hurt anybody. I hadn't pumped gas in so long that I almost forgot how to do it. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. It's not the same thing, but my dad pumped my gas till I was like there going to college. Are, so. There are some things that my father, Larry, is responsible for, but that's just, that, that does not go into my homosexual relationship. That, in that sense, I have, I will have like a gay man do it. Yeah. And I'll be like, go. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God. Sad. There you but, go. You know, I feel like I don't want a single sliver. Yeah. Unless it's like me, a lesbian, calling my lesbian partner my husband. That's the only thing. Cause that like, you're willing to let that in I'm willing the door. To, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like, I feel like a, a homo relationship with sprinkles of hetero, it's almost camp. Because mm. it's like oh my god we're a performance. so it's a performance like yeah. we're, we're just we're just it's a bit you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like this one says because i'm not touching the trash Bur- boyfriend girlfriend i don't care who right i feel that i this don't one, i don't do the trash yeah this is yeah. for real let me pay your bills but cuddle me at night though <laughs> good deal i feel that that's i mean yeah. that's fair like yeah. I, that's i think this is yeah i think they want to be the little spoon yeah, yeah i'm a little so. spoon my, my I'll, boyfriend's I'll been out. a little spoon. Yeah, I'll yeah. come out and I'll say it. Like, I am a little spoon. And, like, I feel like a lot of little spoons out there are scared to say, like, who they are. <laughs> to come and, forward. Like, to come forward. Because I think people think little, little, bad. Yeah. Big, good. Big, mask. <laughs> Be a little guy sometimes. That's okay. And, like, I, a self-identified little guy, I feel <laughs> like sometimes, like, I feel shame about being so little. <laughs> but when I'm in that little spoon and you feel the weight of that big spoon... Mm. I'm like I've never felt safer in my life and I will die on that hill and that's fair and I think if you guys are out there and you're watching and you are a little spoon just know like it's okay <laughs> to be who you are little look at me little and spoon I'm little and I'm spoon and I'm a little spoon <laughs> okay. Okay. I I'm the big spoon sometimes too so. and I think it's important that people have someone to look up to who I is feel a big that. spoon and you know what I think too when you're whether you're little or big spoon 
as long as you end up on opposite sides, that's all that yeah. matters. And sometimes you might be the little one. And that's what's <laughs> beautiful about humans is that we're always changing. If I'm big sometimes. There's no rules. Yeah, it's a surprise. Spoons. There's no rules. And I think that we need to apply the rules of spoons to the general relationship. That's a beautiful note to end on. That is. <laughs> what do you want people to know about gender roles in relationship, whether they're homosexual or heterosexual or anything in between? We just make up any damn thing. Truly. And, like, honestly, if you just, like, let yourself exist outside, just tell yourself you don't have a gender for, like, five minutes and mm-hmm. just go, well, what would I do now? And go yeah. do that thing. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. And it's freeing. It's freeing. Like, I'm dressed like this. I don't have a gender. You might think I'm a girl. I'm not. There you go. Release look yourselves at, look at my from package. the sh- can we? Dr- can we? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Release yourselves from the shackles of right. heteronormativity. I promise it will be so much more. Like, your life will just open up and you'll Read see a book. so many things. Make bread. Yeah. Make crochet. Bread. Yeah. I want to see a man crocheting. Tag me in your video. <laughs> thank you so much for watching this episode with us. And thank you so much to Hina for joining me today. I adore you. Thank you, Drew. Thank I would us. die for you. And API. you know that. Oh, API. APIs forever for life. Where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me online somewhere. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so on TikTok, it's at Hina and then at Kate Sabs on all other platforms. Love. Probably somewhere here. Perfect. Thank you all so much for joining me on this episode of the comment section show. Thank you to my wonderful guest, Hina. And for those of you who want to watch full episodes, make sure you subscribe to the past your bedtime YouTube channel. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can also stream the comment section on all streaming platforms. That's Spotify, Apple music, Amazon, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You guys already know the deal. Thank you so much for watching us and we'll see you next week. Bye. Loves you.